Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary, it's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. Yes, it is himself on this beautiful, beautiful Christmas day in St. Bart's in the Caribbean on board the gorgeous ocean insignia. We are we are anchored off the coast of St. Bart's. There is not a a dock here. We are surrounded by multi, multi-million dollar yachts, all the rich celebrities. They're all here for Christmas holidays. We are uh, here until only three o'clock today, but the guests are off the ship. They're looking for Heidi Klum or any other Klum or Jeff Bezos is here. All of the famous goober schmoochers are here and I'm here. I am the podcaster. You're the listener. And that is... That is the official mascot of this Monday morning mayhem. How about that? Yes, indeed. I am working on Christmas Day. I know I did say last week, excuse me, there would not be a Christmas podcast, but there's enough stories. There's something to talk about. We've exchanged gifts. Um, Santa has been here and gone. Um, I'm not busy. Uh, my calendar is free until this evening when there'll be cocktails and then Christmas dinner at the captain's table without the captain. We take over his table. He's not busy. He's not using it. So we have a big, big, nice table, roast turkey, tenderloin, lots, lots of food, lots of wine, lots of good times. Christmas in the Caribbean, not bad. St. Bart's Chamber of Commerce Day. I'm looking at the at the big screen here in Studio uh, H311, the water's very blue, the sky is very blue, the weather is very beautiful. If you're in the Northeast, my friends in New Jersey, my brother, his family, I'm sorry, I have it made. I really do have it made. Absolutely. Some stories to talk about. This rogue wave, you saw the headlines, it was the New York Post even. Uh, a rogue wave hits Norwegian cruise ship immediately. You connect the dots incorrectly that it was Norwegian Cruise Line. It was not. Smaller ship in the North Sea where it doesn't belong. A smaller Norwegian ship uh, called the MS Maud. We'll talk about Maud and why Maud should have not been there. Uh, Virgin Voyages, story in the New York Post, written by an Australian uh, writer, a columnist uh, for News.com down there who writes uh, about sex and lifestyle. That's a Rupert Murdoch kind of a thing. We'll talk about that article. They, it's not very good for Virgin. They should not have invited this woman on board. She did not portray the cruising in the correct light, in my opinion. I was asked by a guest on board who happens to be here for the World Cruise. Happens to be here for 192 days of the World Voyage. V- Viking is running parallel World Cruises. It's a bit of a scam. They're running two World Cruises, but it's a bit of a scam because they're running segments Basically, you're a nomad on board. You're Columbus lost. You're going from uh, country to country, and you're turning around, as we say, in uh, a particular country and getting new peat, fresh meat coming on. 
another hit piece about the cruise industry that Len sent me, a website, a blog site I've never heard never heard of called Livestly. Uh, I'll spell it for you. L-I-V-E-S-T-Y-L or L-Y. Livestly. It doesn't make any sense. And it's all about lifestyle. It's a blog site, affiliate marketing, pop-up ads, a terrible piece about an incorrect, terribly incorrect about the cruise industry. Also, Carnival Sunshine, what a name. Sails out of Charleston, sailed into the rough seas in the Bahamas, missed the port. They had four four bad days at sea and came back only to find out that there was a, a flood in the port of Charleston, a nine-foot tidal wave, and all of the cars were destroyed while they were out getting destroyed on a Carnival Sunshine. We'll talk about personal responsibility because uh, one person wants everybody to take care take care of it for them. The reality is, you know, it's no one else's problem but yours. It's a natural disaster and your car is full of water. Call the insurance company, get a rental, grow up and get over it. Before I get to the headlines, let's just a couple of, of notes, interesting things. One is called I Got Your Fern Right Here. This has to do with the new Mega Mother Sea Godzilla Greyhound with life jackets known as Icon of the Seas. 254,000 tons of fun on its way to Miami. It'll be named, not christened, because God forbid. God, oh, I said God and, and christened in the same sentence. It stopped off in Cadiz, Spain. I found this interesting, actually, to pick up 10,000 natural plants because the ship was built in Finland, and you really couldn't put live plants on the ship in Finland. It was cold. Spain is warmer. So in Cadiz, they brought them on for the area on the ship known as Central Park. Those big mega mother Royal Caribbean ships now are broken down into neighborhoods. And they have one called Central Park. And it's just like Central Park in New York, except on the ship, the mugging occurs when you get the bar bill. Thank you. I'm here all week. So they brought on 10,000 plants, and according to the press release, <clears throat> this Central Park, because of the 10,000 plants, will will be lusher, lusher, lush. It's a perfect thing. I was up, up to one in the morning, Horizons, last night, so any story with the word lush in it, lushier and livelier than its predecessors. Well, first of all, you shouldn't knock, if you're writing this, don't knock the other ships, you know, even greater even better, but not, I don't know. Don't say this one's going to be better. The ones on the oasis of the seas, they're not great. You know what I mean? They're plants, but they're not the kind of plants. We have 10,000 plants from Cadiz. These are Cadizian spans. The Cadizian plants, they live longer. They grow bigger. Who knows? But anyway, also while it's in in Cadiz, they were doing technical work, including updates to its box coolers and sea chests. And repairs to the Ozzypods. The guru has talked many times about the success and failure rate of the Ozzypod propulsions. They haven't even started sailing yet, and they're having trouble with their Ozzypods. Now, here, our older guests, Holland America, they have trouble with their Ozzypods, too. But that's a separate deal altogether. But it's sailing empty, so they can tighten it up, get it ready to go. Plus, it doesn't have any, really, hospitality staff they're going to pick those people up in uh, the Bahamas and then start training them. And then when it gets to Miami, it will become uh, 
uh, ready to go. It's not sailing until January 24th, so not sailing for another month. Um, it's just running around empty. This is an LN- LNG-powered ship, the icon of the season. So if you're planning on booking it, make sure you go to Central Park because the plants make it lushier. It's not even a word. L- I looked it up. Lushier is not a word. More lush, but not lushier. Uh, I shouldn't criticize people. It's Christmas. Come on, keep a happy face. Of note, Department of Transportation, I didn't want to make a story out of this. I could have made a headline out of this. It's a little P.D. Buczek story. But, you know, the Biden administration is concerned about our loyalty points. So the DOT now is investigating the airlines for fraudulent practices when it comes to your loyalty points. All right, come on. First of all, those are free. They're not de- they're not depriving you of anything. They're not uh, selling you a ticket and then not giving you a seat or uh, not not flying. It's loyalty points. If you're not happy with Delta or Americans loyalty points, go somewhere else. Uh, you can make a choice. And honestly, American Airlines now, they used to be great with loyalty points. Now it's 100,000 points to go across the street. It's out of control. So they're looking into it. All right, fine. Except for this. We need air traffic controllers. Look into that. Look into keeping us safe. You know how I don't even give you this story about the near misses this year. More than ever. Ten times more than ever. I would be more concerned with that than loyalty points. But that's just my point of view. And it's Christmas. So why would you bring it up on Christmas? Be nice. Another of note or on note or look at that cork. Uh, Gentlemen suing celebrity cruises. Weird story. This is beyond weird. Again, I am called the guru of the seas because I've been out here forever. And I've seen everything. I've done everything. And I pretty much know everything. This, I don't know. He's suing because he got a champagne cork in his eye. All right. Now, I envision a bartender fooling around. There's a way to open a champagne bottle. You have to hold on to the cork. You can't pop it and try to fly it somewhere. So maybe some jackass tried. No. According to the article, the champagne was inside of a wire cage. It was uh, supposedly incorrectly uh, stored, and that caused the cork to pop, and it went through the wire cage and caught this guy in the eye. It's bizarre. What's even more bizarre is he's suing for 75000 That's it. That's nothing. If it's your eye, you only get two of those, right? And according to the lawsuit, he's suing because being hit in the right eye caused him pain? I would hope so. Mental and emotional distress, yeah, you got hit in the eye. And also anguish. And now he wants uh, medical expenses. Uh, Also, uh, it's saying a physical handicap and a loss of the ability to enjoy life. For 75 grand? No, can't be. 75 million, at least a million dollars. If it took out his eye, that's a million dollars. I don't, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to figure out how that happened. Where was he? Where is there a wire cage in the public areas on the celebrity edge? Where is it? There's no wire cages. This guy had to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. He had to be in a crew area. And he probably didn't belong there. And that's probably why he's going for 75 grand. He was somewhere where he wasn't supposed to be. This is all conjecture, by the way. It's a Christmas conjecture story. But if you if you lose an eye, you're going for more than 75 large. This is his brother is a lawyer. His best friend he plays golf with. He's an attorney. They file a suit, and they hope the cruise line writes him a check. Maybe not 75. Let's get 30. We'll split it. We'll go on a cruise on another line. I don't know. I almost want to get the whole lawsuit. Uh, 
and read it and find out what's going on. Almost. My friend Bob from Atlanta sent me a message. He sent me Rodney Dangerfield jokes. Maybe this show's not funny enough. It's supposed to be informative, interesting, keep you alert. I can't do Rodney today because I closed Horizons last night at one in the morning, which is a marathon around here. One in the morning. I was having a team building meeting with my wife's team, even though it's not my team. I was getting everybody fired up to do a great job. And you do that here with alcohol. I'll tell you, it's not easy being me, you know. I went to a massage parlor. It was self-service. I'll tell you, it's not easy being me, you know. A hooker told me she had a headache. I'll tell you, you know. My wife is such a bad cook. If we, if we leave dental floss in the kitchen, the roaches hang themselves. I can't do Rodney today. I'll do him tomorrow. Rodney, he would say, uh, I'll tell you it was ugly. I was an ugly kid, you know. I stuck my head out the window. I got arrested for mooning. Put in your own rim shot. Happy, by the way, thoughts and prayers to everyone in Israel, both sides, the sides that are peaceful on the, on the Palestinian side, those people that want peace, they want to live in peace, they want a life. Um, the Israelis, they didn't start it. They were just, you know, doing what they do, getting through life, wondering when it was going to happen, it happened. Now, of course, there's protests all over the United States. The rape, that doesn't matter. Killing babies, doesn't matter. Uh, beheading people, doesn't matter. Uh, whatever. Let's not go there. And also prayers for our military because the hooties, no blowfest, just hooties. They keep shooting at us and we keep turning the other cheek. Uh, let's get that straightened out. If it's your birthday, oh, by the way, thank you for washing your hands and washing them often. I can't find anywhere a COVID story or a norovirus story. Uh, ships are doing great. You don't see that, though. There should be a ticker, you know. It's been 170 days since we had a chance to go, there was COVID on the cruise ship. Anyway, keep washing your hands. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to a guy that he he's all about the water, all about having fun, had the world by the everything, and, you know, cancer, cancer wants you, cancer gets you. Uh, I'm playing a minute of this song, over a minute. I'm risking probably imprisonment, but it's a beautiful song. Mother, mother ocean I have heard you call Wanted to sail upon your waters Since I was three feet tall You've seen it all You've seen it all Looking down at St. Bart's Watch the men row you Switch from sail to steam in your belly you hold the treasure you have ever seen most of them dreams most of them dreams yes I am a pirate 200 years too late cannons don't thunder there's nothing to Plunder. I'm over 40 victim of fate too late Happy birthday, Jimmy Buffett. It was a sad day in uh, Parrothead land when uh, Jimmy left us. Uh, he left behind quite a legacy of not just music, but Margaritavilles everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's a Margaritaville. And, of course, he loves St. Bart's. 
uh, if he was alive, it's where he'd be right here for Christmas. Uh, great, great guy. I never personally knew him, but you know, my kind of guy, always drinking, having fun. Hey, not a bad way. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, let's get this holiday edition of the podcast going. This was in all the newspapers last week. I didn't really want to cover it, but I realized now I had to clarify something. It was not a Norwegian cruise line ship. It was a Norwegian coastal ship. But every headline, every headline on Twitter, in the Post, in the Times, was Norwegian ship hit by rogue wave. Right away, you're thinking, hey, I was on that Norwegian ship. No, it's not that Norwegian cruise line. It was a ship called the MS Maud, and uh, it was uh, chartered by Hurtigruten, Hurtigruten Expeditions. These people are in the North Sea with 11-meter waves, gale force winds in December. That, that should come with psychiatric treatment, shock treatments. I don't know. What the hell are you thinking? Honestly, what are you doing? Now, the, the ships in the North Sea now are bringing fuel. They're bringing goods. But, man, you don't go on a pleasure cruise in the North Sea in December. So they're getting their butt whipped, gale force winds, and here it comes. And they saw it. This was during the day. I've never experienced a rogue wave, if you're not familiar with it. Suddenly, the sea just decides to get nuts, and the wave is huge. And it went over the entire ship. It hit the ship right over the whole... You, you see it coming. It's during the day. Please. I hope the bar was open. Well, it took out the bridge. It didn't take it out. It The water damage took out the steering, the electronics. They couldn't operate the ship from the bridge. They were steering it manually from the engine room. Now, that doesn't mean they were actually, you know, down there trying to move the rudder by hand. It just means the connection between the bridge and the engine room was not working because all the water and damage and other things. The captain immediately hit the abandoned ship alarm. That'll cheer you up. And everybody put on full immersion suits. I don't even want to be on a ship where every guest is given a full a, an immersion suit to keep you from dying in cold water. And their life jackets waiting, and the ship is disabled. The Danish Coast Guard were there within 40 minutes. That was pretty amazing. And uh, everybody was eventually, I think, taken off the ship. Um, because they couldn't operate it. They were given bright orange oh, survival suits. That's even better. They are wind and waterproof. And then the life vest went on there. So they're really not, they're not really immersion suits. They're survival suits. They'll keep the water out, but not the cold. Yeah. But they didn't, it didn't have to, um, they did not have to abandon the ship. Uh, let me see. They were manually though. Um, uh, it was diverted to Bremerhaven, in Germany. And uh, the people were taken off and uh, flown back, and the cruise is over. What is the lesson to be learned? You don't have to be the guru of the seas to tell anybody this. No, 
The North Sea? No. I don't like the North Sea in July, let alone in December. Uh-uh. No, thank you. I've said this many times. Norwegian sailors love the North Sea when it gets really rough. Rough seas for the for the Norskis is like good sex. Not me. I like it calm. I like my water about 85 degrees. All right. So I started to tell this story last week, and I didn't do it then. I shouldn't do it now. It's a waste of my time and your time. But... It's a lesson to be learned. This is why I'm the guru of the seas. Every cruise line has media people, and their job to get people to talk about their cruise line so they can sell cruises. Because if it comes from a third party, it's more believable. If it comes from their PR department, it is what it is. So they reached out. You know, they had a Viking ship going to Australia. I've told this story. Richard Branson was there. He escorted it in under the bridge with a beautiful motorboat he had. But they invited writers to come on the ship to sail to write about it. And they invited uh, this writer. I'm not even going to use her name because I don't have it in front of me. And uh, she wrote about, uh, for uh, News.com in Australia, which is Rupert Murdoch, she writes about sex and lifestyle. So I guess lifestyle, you know, works for them. So they invited her on board. And she writes an article that's so wonderful to start with. Because she says, I'm going to be horrendously honest, horrendously honest with you. Well, first of all, those two words don't together. Horrendously honest. It makes no sense. Put that on Grammarly and they're going to say, what the hell are you talking about? I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you, absolutely honest with you, but certainly not horrendously honest with you. Uh, if you and then she said, if you asked me last month about going on a cruise, I would have told you, I would have thought, Horrific buffet meals, seasickness, tiny cabins, screaming children, doing bomb drops in the pool and bumpy seas. Very positive way to approach the article. But it's a switch. She says she had a good time. The problem with this, all she talks about are people, sexual swingers, people that put the pineapple, upside down pineapple on their door. I talked about that last week. If you're on a cruise and somebody has an upside down pineapple on their door, it means that they're swingers. If there's an upside-down prune, it means they're looking for mahjong players. I mentioned that last week. Well, these people had stickers with upside-down pineapples on them, and they would go around and stick their stickers on other people. She's telling this whole story. This is not a good marketing story. This is encourage people. You know, people that swing, great, that's your life. But it's not mainstream. There's millions and millions of people out there you could try to sell a cruise to, but the people reading this are going to go, I don't want someone sticking a sticker on me, asking me if I want to go full around. Um, and the whole article is written about this, uh, about upside down pineapple stickers. And she said, you know, obviously the swinging scene is indeed, it's live and kicking on cruises. Uh, alive and kicking. Well, is, first of all, is she actually, she puts indeed live and kicking. I guess that's Australian expression because you know i'm not i'm not hugh Hefner, but i don't kick i don't kick you can't anybody kick it's it painful you'd be kicking your wife anyway i don't know why i put that in there you know what i waited four days and i'm sorry i did it but let's get to the real news i don't know if this is a story either a guest on board wonderful guest she's with us um well uh total till next july uh, she's on the world cruise starting well, actually, in Miami, when we get to Miami in five days, there are guests coming on for 192 days, right? Part of that. And asked me two nights ago, Viking has parallel world cruises. Who does that? One cruises, one world cruises enough. They have two. 
the Viking Sky and the Viking Neptune. They're not really world cruises, right? They, they're building them that way as world voyages, but they're all segments. I don't know how many people. Viking is a privately held company. They don't tell you much, but I can guarantee you those ships carry a 1,000 passengers each, guests each, fresh meat. They're not all going to be on for the 137 days. There, there are some that will be on, and the rest are I looked it up. They have eight-day cruises, nine-day cruises, 12-day cruises, 15-day cruises. That's a start-and-stop situation. And the only problem with that is it's like Columbus. You're going from country to country. And let's say you have eight days, you're going to have guests leave and guests come on. You start all over again, boat drill all over again. Um, turning around is, uh, you know. But it's a marketing ploy, has nothing really to do with Going around the world, they never go around the world anyway. That's why they're called world voyages now because they don't go around the world. And one of them will visit uh, 60 destinations, another one a total of 38 countries before the world voyage ends in early May in England. So they're not even going around the world anymore. That bothers me too, you know, because... Tradition! Out the window. World cruises used to be around the world. And you started in one place and ended in the same place, whether in New York or L.A. or whatever. You started there, you ended there. You know, you parked your car and they came back. They were also 112 days, not 192. But, hey, if they can sell it, they're going to sell it. I have another story here that Len sent me, and it's a hit piece, big-time hit piece, from a blog site I've never heard of. Uh, it's called Lifestyle. L-I-V-E-S-T-L-Y. Lifestyle. I have. Does it make any sense? Does it have to anymore? And it's a blog site full of affiliate marketing. Oh, man. I'm just looking out the window. A giant yacht is coming by. Uh, it's got to be a $400 million yacht. Where do they get this money from? Jeez. Anyway, this guy just tears apart. Uh, first of all, he starts in this article. The problem with cruising, number one, is you wait in line. To check in. It takes forever to check in. Well, this last cruise, yes, because we came in really late uh, because of the weather. But the reality is all the major cruise lines have figured out a way to check people in quicker than ever. You do a lot of a lot of it preached ahead of time. You register your credit card. Uh, you take your picture ahead of time. It's very quick, very, very quick to check in. And they do it in in time it now. Please come at noon. Please come at two. Please come at three. They never do. Everybody comes at once, but they try to make it easier. But it's not long, brutal lines anymore, as he would say. And then he said, you get on board. And by the time you get on board and check in, you're exhausted. Ah, Here's the key. Okay. First time listeners, you know, you already know this. Don't come the same day to join a cruise. Come the day before. Come in, stay overnight. You don't have to worry about a flight. You don't have that stress in the morning. You're a little relaxed, and you get on board, and you have a great 8-day, 10-day, 12-day vacation. But trying to fly in same day, and you're worried about missing the flight, and you get there, the stress level, you create that. If you come in a day early, you got it made. Plus, stay a day late. Wherever you end up, stay overnight and decompress because cruising is exhausting. 
It's exhausting. Tours. Look at a fort. Look at a, a look at a mosque. Uh, look at a church. It's you look and you in the buses. And you, uh, yesterday they were lined up in Antigua, eighty eight degrees, and they're lined up. And I said to one of our guests, David, David, what are you doing? A photography tour. Seriously? Okay. And they would drive him around. He'd take a picture of a fort, and then he'd take a picture of a cannon. He would take a picture of a guy on a beach. I don't know. Something to do, I guess. But the point is, it's exhausting. If you do it every day, you need a day off when you get off the ship. So he talks about, you know, things like the, the hot tubs, the jacuzzis, and the fact that it's not your own jacuzzi. Yeah, we know that. Okay. So I don't get in hot tubs on a ship. But it's certainly not a reason to knock the industry. The great part about cruising is the level of housekeeping service is first class. By the way, I did get a message from uh, the number one stringer. Four Seasons does turn down your bed at night. Go ahead. Go ahead and visit Four Seasons and see what a regular room is at a Four Seasons in mo- anywhere in the world. I don't know, $700? $700, MSC is, spending, MSC is selling the entire cruise for $700. One night, in, well, for $700, they better turn it down. But I still think you have to look around for your housekeeper. When you're on a ship, right outside the door. From, from 8 in the morning until 2 in the afternoon, they're outside your door. Then they're off. They come back at 6. From 6 o'clock to 9.30, they're outside your door. In between, you're not supposed to be on the ship anyway. You're supposed to be doing something, taking a picture of a fort, a guy in a beach, whatever. Look at a tree that's bent the wrong way. Oh, I never saw that. What a wonderful thing. And he goes on. And, it's, you know, this, the, the amount of people by the pool. Yeah. I mean, if you're on a mega mothership. But you know what? They all have more, multiple pools now. They He used a stock photo from eight years ago on a ship that had one pool. They all have multiple pools. They, they have uh, areas like the retreat and the haven where it's your own pool, your own hy- hypoth- hypochondriac pool, hypothermia pool, whatever the hell it's called, hydro- hydrotherapy. Uh, you know, it's unfair, but I'm only saying this because I'm very jealous because I think a lot of people go to this blog site because it's all about lifestyle. But if this is an example of what they write, I wouldn't read any of the articles because they're dead wrong. And the guru knows because I'm the guru of the seas. So these poor people, they're on the Carnival Sunshine. What a name, huh? And they're going out of uh, Charleston, South Carolina to the Bahamas. It's a four-day. So they have Nassau and the private island. They don't make either one of them because that was last week. It was crazy. Uh, the weather was awful. Remember, MSC went to Boston. Um, they didn't. They should have skipped it, but they didn't. Uh, so they... Rode around for four days and came back. Well, while they were gone, Charleston, South Carolina, had awful weather, including a nine-foot surge, tidal surge. And it took out all the cars in the parking lot. So people got off the ship. Can't wait to get in their car and go home. Not going to happen. One of the passengers on board, we call him guest, her name was Kit Harold. Kit Harold. And uh, she got off and her brand-new 2023 Kia Sportage uh, she's from North Carolina. That's the reason it's in Charleston. You drive there. Uh, it was destroyed. It, it was just the water log, water everywhere. Uh, the, the water just came in to the you know top of the cars and went back out again. And, of course, very upset. And they're looking at Carnival. 
They're saying to Carnival, what are you going to do about it? What do you mean? It's a parking lot. We have nothing to do with it. We have to ship. We didn't cause the weather. We're not in charge of the parking lot. Well, do something for me because, you know, it happened. Wait, wait a minute. If you're staying at the Holiday Inn in Ugats, right, and the flood comes, are you going in and talking to the manager? No. In fact, there's a sign on the parking lot that said they're not responsible for anything. And that's the way it should be. I'm not responsible for this. Are you? I don't know. Well, she's upset. And, of course, the the town fathers in Charleston, South Carolina, they don't want to hear it either because there's a sign that says eh, you're screwed. Uh, you park there, but that's in every parking lot anywhere in the United States. They're not responsible for anything. People aren't responsible. But they're suing. No, I'm sorry. They're not suing. Um, Harold put, the cruisers were aware una- – we were w- Cruisers were aware of the astronomical bad weather while on a ship, but they didn't know about it. You know, Carnival didn't tell them that their cars were, you know, waterlogged. So Carnival's, Carnival is uh, at fault. Everybody's at fault. You know, I should, you know, I better get malpractice insurance for this show. I do wish we could chat longer. Yeah, get him the hell out of here, will you please? Well, I, I have a big decision to make. I don't know whether to... Uh, just delete this. <laughs> or whether to put it up. If you're listening to it, I decided to put it up. What's the worst that can happen? You'll click on, you go, he's off his game. He's off his nut. He's out of control. The man was obviously drinking last night. Why should we listen? The man drinks too much. I was bonding and team building last night. Happy holidays. Well, I can't. Uh, it's rubbing it in to tell you how absolutely gorgeous it is today in St. Bartholomew. I'm not going to go ashore. Wife is uh, involved at the amazing holiday show that we have tonight. All of the entertainment department, including the uh, general manager, O-Life speaker, all involved. No, I'm, not, I'm not involved. I should be. I should have contributed something, but maybe I'll hand out cards for the podcast. So staying on board. Many guests are staying on board. Why not? It's calm. It's not windy. Seas are gorgeous. Amazing food. Stores aren't open in St. Bart's. It's Sunday. No, it's Monday, but it's Christmas. Restaurants are going to be open. Madagascar's going to Eden Rock. I guess where celebrities hang out. He's got reservation for lunch at Eden Rock. That's probably about $400. Hey, but you're in St. Bart's. You want to see some? Heidi Klum is here. And her husband, Mr. Klum. I know Jeff Bezos is here. I don't see his yacht, though. He must have it around the corner hidden. He's here. Plenty of money here. Boy, oh, boy. There is no no worry of poverty. Where you been? Talk to you tomorrow. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.